Hey guys, Sandeep Sen here. My partner Phil Causey is out of town this week, so we decided to do something a little different and air an episode that we all recorded with Ajay Raj back in February discussing the White House petitions. So the petition program at the White House was something that was started by President Obama, where you can petition the White House to address an issue, and if it got 100,000 signatures in 30 days, then the White House had to address it somehow. So we picked the ones that were the most fun, the most interesting, and uh, discussed them in this uh, special Fake Outrage Report episode. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, everyone. Phil Kaza here with you, as always. Special episode today. I have with me Sandeep Sen, as always. Hello, Sandeep. Today, on a very special episode of the Fake Outrage Report. <laughs> and we also have the founding co-host in the house here, Jay Raj. How are you doing today, Hello, man? doing well. Awesome. Doing well. So, we don't normally get political on the show here, but this is an idea. Uh, last summer, when Jay was living in New York and was the co-host... Uh, he had this idea that he wanted to do a bunch of uh, outrage ratings on White House petitions. Because this is a thing you can do. You can go on the whitehouse.gov site. You can start a petition for goddamn anything you want. And if you get 100,000 signatures, they have to respond. Like, the White House administration has to actually put out a fucking public statement about whatever goofy-ass shit that you say. And so... What we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through and just kind of rapid fire a bunch of random White House petitions and we're going to, you know, discuss them and break them down, you know, but not normally to the extent that we do in the show, but just sort of, uh, you know, an assortment platter, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sandeep Sen, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Uh, all right. The first, the first petition I thought was worthy of discussion is that consider the proposal for the state of Jefferson to be given sovereignty in the Union. So this has a, a 1,184 signatures. I have that one too, actually, on my list. Oh, okay. Yeah. We bo- oh, yeah, that's one thing I should mention. We both went through and uh, separately, and we both picked like five or six from the, uh, from the site, the things we thought would be fun to talk about. And, and I was supposed to and uh, did not. <laughs> <laughs> so this winner wants to, uh, wants to separate Northern and ca- Southern California into different states. With Southern California, I guess, being called California. This and Northern is nothing California. new, by the way. California, um, I know some people want to split it into six states. Uh, there's supposed to be some obscure, and this is supposed to be true of Texas. I, I can't attest to the veracity of either, but I think that there's supposed to be provisions in each state constitution that they can be uh, divided up into multiple states. So you're against the idea, Sandeep. And wait, so this is the state of Jefferson being... Jefferson would be um, the north-north end of California, and on some proposals, it's uh, the southern two or three counties of Oregon as well. Yeah. And throughout history, Jefferson... I actually know a tiny bit about this topic. Throughout history, there have been times where dudes will stand at the supposed border of Jefferson and stop people who are driving in and be like, hey, just so you know, you're in Jefferson now. Hmm. Yeah. Like, wait, cops will stop them just to tell them that? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a checkpoint. And wait, not cops. Just dudes, right? Um, well, they tried to establish, like, authority in the various types throughout the years. But, yeah, a lot of times it's just dudes who are like, this is Jefferson. And so it's not even... No, it's, ne- it's never cops that are stopping citizens telling them they're in Jefferson. It's always dudes. So it's, dude. it's, well, it's dudes dressed up, I think, is not as cops, but I think as, like, border, whatever, police or something. Border, not border. Strong way to say it. How do you know? You said you know a lot about this. I know you, a little bit in about your it. spare time. I know you a like, little bit about it. How did that? How did that happen? 
Well, I mean, I majored in geography, and also there was a show with Brian Unger called How the States Got Their Shapes, uh, oh, yeah. it, the, where they did this on, too. So the, those two things I sort of know a little bit about, like, borders and shit. But, uh, yeah, this is not, like, a, a ridiculous idea, like, in terms of historical value, because this is something that gets brought up time and time again. This is not a new idea. This is something people have been wanting to do for fucking, you know, I want to say at least two or three generations now. And why do they want to do it? They want to do it because for the same reason that any state wants to separate from another state, they don't feel they're being politically represented. They feel the values of Southern California, you know, all the cities, the liberal cities, San Francisco and Los Angeles, outweigh them so hard that their voices are never heard. Oh, is uh, San Fran considered Southern still? Well, if you're in Jefferson, everything is Southern from you in California. I mean, okay. culturally, yeah, it's it's very different. I mean, I, I would say... When you think Northern or Southern California, you do think San Fran and L.A., but in the case of Jefferson, it's only the very Northern, Northern part of California. And I think uh, Colorado almost did this, and Florida almost did this on several different occasions. They, they split in different states because they're just so fucking different, you know? Mm -hmm. So you, you said you were against this idea? Yeah, it sounds stupid. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, in Texas too, you said a Jay, right? Thought about it. It's not too long ago that I mean, uh, Texas has that. I think I, it's it's. I've heard that Texas can split into five states or something. Um, I don't know that it's ever been seriously proposed or if it's like. I think it's real, but I can't even say for certainty it is. I've just heard it. Texas um, always wants to secede from the union, right? There's this is just kind of the shoes on the other foot now, and like. People are saying crying secession, but like when Brick Perry proposed it, like it was liberals just made fun of him relentlessly for it, as I think they should have, because every Rick Perry is just uh, the human embodiment of bullshit. He's hilarious. <laughs> He's so <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Um, well, no, and it's funny because now you're hearing um, the same thing happening in California. People from California are like, fuck this country. Right, right. I don't want to be part of this goddamn, you know, fucking conservative run country this is california yeah well you know i like i'm it's the same shit i'm sympathetic to the, the this not being i i don't think anyone would be talking about secession if like gary johnson or even mike pence had won in this serious way but <laughs> it is still, a it is still kind of it. a it's i think it's still a silly kind of far-fetched notion i don't think it's gonna it's not gonna happen they should have definitely it's not, i don't know that it's necessarily a useful conversation to have like how would that work? Because you know what would happen? Like, it, it, the United States would bring its military might down on California. Um, Not really, because California has a lot of uh, food. They have a lot of coastline. They have a lot of resources. Yeah, and, so, and historically, when another country has something the United States government wants, oh, they, so you're saying they, they find would, a way to take it. Oh, so you're saying that they would secede, and then the next week... They'd be like, hey, you're part of us again, and just hold up a bunch of guns. I mean, I don't know. Something like that. Somehow, uh, the U.S. would uh, find a way to get those resources. Okay. Um, I mean, that's probably how it would happen. And it would, if, it's, if it got to the point of secession, and there's, like, high tension, then I don't think di diplomacy would... Uh, yeah. Well, I do think that it. part of it is interesting when you're threatening to secede like that, because it does force the other side that's in power to come to the table and be like, oh, shit, wait, you guys want to leave? Why do you want to leave? Why do you want to leave so bad? And then it's like, fine, we'll listen to you for a little bit. And I think if a few states did that, this administration would fucking, you know, cut the shit with the anti-gay and anti-trans and all the stupid 
You, know, you think all the weird know. shit that they're it's hard to right imagine now. the conditions for another because you, what you're describing essentially the conditions for another civil war um although yeah. in this case i don't think you can given the just the asymmetry of what that war would be because it's not like states on the state level have access to drones or fighter jets or like nuclear weapons. Well, and it's also urban rural too. Like people don't realize it's not north south anymore. It's urban rural, and so like l- literally every city is already surrounded because <laughs> it's just that's the lay of the land physically. Yeah. When you look at a pl- political or well, it wouldn't be a war like you know it wouldn't be about capturing this hill or like who has superior muskets. Like it's a whole different. Yeah, there's. I don't think the. I just don't, I can't see that happening in any realistic Okay, so you scenario. can't see California leaving, and you also can't see Jefferson splitting off from California. Yeah, they're idiots. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's an interesting concept, mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, it's it's a fun thing to talk about. So next topic, we'll rapid fire. Uh, I'll do the next one, and you're going to love this one, Sandeep. Somebody want, has a petition on there, he, he or she... And the title is Repeal All Mandatory Vaccination Laws. Oh, God. <clears throat> Fuck you, you ignorant piece of shit. Well, Sonny's a doctor, and so he's. Whenever somebody mentions this, he gets more upset than the average. I'm sure, person. yeah. Like I'm, I'm up that I'm up on the totem pole tool as a science <laughs> journalist. But, yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, like, fuck you. Just I don't just, even know what else to say. Just you fucking fuck you, ignorant sister, fucking Bible thumping, <laughs> worthless piece of human garbage. Oh. Go to hell. Jenny McCarthy start all of this. You know, like okay, we, used to we, take, we used to take medical advice from people with MDs. Now we're taking it from people with double Ds. Hey, like, okay, so let me ask this. Uh, uh, to after I, this is one of your stage bits, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. After the after the thing I just said, <laughs> let me also play devil's advocate and say, is it is it even possible that there are some max vaccines that are mandatory or that? need not be or that there uh is there any case to be made that oh. vaccines are maybe overused even a little bit without going to the anti-vaxxer conspiracy theory extreme no i mean you know i'm what? asking the question of sandeep because i don't know you know what pay oh. for pay if you're if you get the disease then you pay for your fucking thing no you know medicare medicaid takes it over how about that you get your own insurance and you yeah. and you tell them you didn't get vaccinated. Oh, and if if you if you infect someone else, who so you pay a penalty it, for you having should, you get you get libel. How about that? You well, get, how about you get, we, you get you know held what? responsible. I like, I like what Jay said a second ago. I want to try to extend that. What if what if there was a company that literally just made up a fictional disease so they could sell fucking needles? But you know you have, you you know have to study saying? these things. Well, you, you, you can't just, you can't just make up a disease. Right. Like, you don't just make up a disease. People have to get and sick. Then, there have to be real cases. It's an alternative disease. Okay. No, I can't. <laughs> this is too scary to contemplate because what would have been funny mere months ago is now like <laughs> I could see like the Trump administration trying to invent some kind of fake virus. And that's Every- one of the things that you actually mentioned because me and you uh, we were riding a bus. Last summer when you came up with this idea, you were like, dude, let's do an episode about White House petitions. And I'm like, all right, cool. And back then, most of the fucking petitions on there were just hilarious. Yeah. And but actually, well, I'll let you finish your thoughts. I'll, I'll I can't remember now what they were. It's like so long ago. But uh, yeah. it was just a like the whole White House petition thing was started by Obama. Right. That was a brand new thing. I don't know. Was that it? You could White House dot like you could start a petition. I'm pretty sure. I don't ever remember that being because he was like the internet, the first like internet president, you know, like the yeah. grassroots stuff and then whatever being tech savvy. I'll give you an example of one that actually made it to 100,000. It was I think two years ago. Someone started the petition that I signed, which was to make 
um, baseball MLB opening day a national holiday. Oh yeah, like the same as like Memorial Day or some shit. And uh, it got the it got like well over a hundred thousand. And did the uh, White House ever respond to it? They did. They basically said like, look, we don't make this particular law, but if you really are serious about this call your local congressman and actually say, you know, we want this to happen. And if you can get enough states on board and actually get it to the, the actual, like the federal house, yeah, we could maybe do this. And the guy from the released the letter, it wasn't Obama himself, but it was like a, one of his, you know, spokesmen was like, he's like, Hey, I'm all for it too. You know, that could have been, uh, well, surely not, but <laughs> among Obama blunders, because surely he could have instituted that by executive order. He wasn't shy about using but executive what? orders. He would have gotten torn apart for that because all the could you imagine all the rednecks like he's wasting all the federal dollars and paid holidays on him baseball like it would no been are you kidding me people love baseball it's the fucking American pastime I feel like that would have skyrocketed his popularity and you're not even a, a sports guy at all right no but I mean you can't I'm, I but have you'd love eyes. the off day right <laughs> you'd love to have an extra Monday off huh uh, yeah sure Fuck I mean yeah. my job already barely gives me any of those federal holidays how so. can the Monday after Super Bowl which is football and then Monday. Uh, for MLB opening, how are these not already national holidays? They have to be, and it's especially now in this how, is, how, is, how are election days not national holidays? Oh, sorry, Why do we have to fucking uh. <laughs> make time, like carve out time away from work to ostensibly run the country? Yeah, well, originally it was because of like wagoning and a horse and buggy yeah. roots or something. I think that's the original reason. But yeah, I agree with that. Somewhere, I think in LA they do, or in California generally, they do it where they mail the ballot to you and you can just mail it back. Yeah, I think yeah that's, they got to start holding on Saturdays or Sundays. That has to. Day. I mean, they should just do the mailing thing and holding it on Saturdays. I want to see something no, I want online. Them to f- I want them to go all the way in the other direction, which is what just, Australia does, which is if you don't show up, you get fined. Like, literally everyone fucking votes. God damn it. You know, like, Interesting. that's... Yeah. That's not a bad idea. It's a great it's idea. Not like, it's not like a criminal penalty, but yeah. it's like a civil, like... Yeah. But anyway, uh, after everything settles down in this government, I, I want to... I mean, I don't think it's going to settle down. No, I hope. I fucking really I really don't. Like, what could it settle down into? I have no idea. It it can only collapse like a black hole. But I think back to what we were saying a second ago, the whole, like, sports thing. It just seemed like, you know, back then that was a thing that people were, like, gung-ho about. Could you imagine if, like, in this... Uh, period of unrest that we're currently in. If if like I walked into like a local town hall meeting and was like, I want baseball to be a holiday, people from both sides would be like, Are you fucking crazy? Like <laughs> we have cr- much weirder and bigger issues to deal with right now. You know, so that's a good yeah. example of one that was you know clearly from last year. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So let's get to one from this year. Sandeep Sen, what do you got? What's your next one? Uh, yes. Um. Congress needs to act on Congressman Alcee Hastings House Resolution 30, condemning the Yulin Dog Meat Festival. So the Yulin Dog Meat Festival <laughs> is something fuck? that's held in China uh, where oh, they serve dog meat. We almost did this on our show. Oh, so they're trying to get the U.S. government to legislate something that's happening in China. Right. They want the Congress to, to officially condemn. Oh, to officially condemn, oh, condemn it. it. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you can make a petition on Whitehouse.gov okay, about so whatever is, you want. These are like your PETA types, basically, right? Right. Yeah, okay. how, many, how, many, how many signatures does this one have, Sandeep? Did you um, uh, take down the number? Yes. This one has 20,731 wow, signatures. Wow. Okay. That's a fifth of the way there. I am all for animal rights, and I'm all Absolutely. for not eating dogs. Um, but also... Uh, I, this sounds like the most toothless, pointless exercise in like 
finger wagging that I can imagine. Like, what's going to happen after that? It's like, aren't we already tense with China? I'm sure. I'm sure this with would not. This new administration. Like, yeah. I don't think. Sure. <laughs> if Trump came out like they eat dogs, which he absolutely could do. That is definitely a thing that could happen. But uh, maybe that would escalate. Could tensions. you imagine it if this was the oh, thing? Oh, th that was the wrong number. It's fifteen hundred eighty-nine signatures. Oh, well, that's not nearly as Much many less, as twenty thousand, yeah. but that's more than a lot that are on there actually. Because some only have a few dozen or a few hundred. But could, anyway, could you imagine that if the this dog petition was like, like the final thing? Like they went to some big like summit and they were signing all these like you know treaties and okay, we're, you guys, you can have this. We're gonna have that. And then like right at the end of the meeting, this got its hundred thousand signature. And they're like, oh, fuck, now we have to talk about this. And that was what set off World War Although, III. here's the other thing that we're not, uh, <laughs> we're ignoring, which is that, uh, like I said, I think they started under the Obama administration. I don't think, I don't think Trump's given any indication that he's going to, I don't think they're yeah, even. he doesn't have to. I don't think they anything. have to do anything. This isn't like in the Constitution. This no, 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 no. You don't have, they, they don't have to do anything when they get signatures. They just have to make a public statement. So he could literally come out and be like, Fuck you! I eat dogs. But again, you, uh, like, he could. But I don't think I'd like. I, why? I don't see that he has any reason to to hold himself. To yeah, that. who says he has to even make a statement on it? He doesn't really. I mean, it's something Obama agreed to do. But yeah, it's something again. Like most, a lot of things in governance we're finding out are basically like gentlemen's agreements that uh, yeah, can be shredded like tissue paper if you get the wrong people in the wrong. Places. I don't know how strong it is. Um, I'm really, sure. Yeah, yeah th that's a very interesting angle. I don't know if. If he's going to give a shit. Like, I think it's honestly, it's, just, it's not a thing. Like, it's just, uh, it's a whole, it's just a kind of a. It's just punching air. Vestigial thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, here's one that uh, we briefly talked about on a previous episode. And somebody made a petition about it. And this one is remove federal funding from UC Berkeley and use it to fix Flint's water pipes. That's a weird one. Very specific and weird. Yeah, it is because it's it's just it, oh you know, you know what fuck these people though because yeah fuck the college kids no 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 make them pay for uh -oh. Flint's uh oh no 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 we're no. disagreeing on something no here. no we're not I don't think no, we we're are. Not at all. That, I think we're he was satirizing their viewpoint and I was just calling them assholes oh like petition okay. people because they uh, what they're doing is they're trying to. They're they're trying to say uh, don't try to divide the brown people. They're the antifa. They're, it's an antifa. <laughs> this thing. is what white people do. They try to yeah. divide and conquer. It's true. <laughs> they do. Typical. That's accurate. Um, As the minority in this room, it's the only way I can get the power back. Okay, <laughs> right. That's what the British but, uh, did. Yeah, they're less British, so they divided the Indians. Here's what I'm saying, though. Um, they're because the Berkeley was where the uh, anti-fascist protests took place with Milo and stuff was smashed, and someone was like hurt in the street, which obviously they don't condone at all. If it's going too far, I wasn't going to say. Oh, and then so the people, those people. Also, could not give a fuck, like I was saying about like about black people. And oh, actually, so you know it's what? saying like let's let's back up for a second and actually explain what this petition's about. Because here's the thing: we're recording this in February. Oh yeah, this episode might not come out till like June or July. So just uh, let's go back in time, everyone, to uh, February. There was this Milo Yiannopoulos is his name, I guess, and yeah. he's a, a like a, he's a fucking troll is what he is. And he was going to do a speech at a college in California and the liberals, there were so pissed off. They wanted to, to him to not yeah. speak. So they had like a, like a small scale riot almost. You'd yeah. say they were smashing windows and shit. And this petition here is basically saying, fuck those kids. Give any money you give to that college to Flint's water supply. Yeah. But the same <laughs> kind of people that are like, fuck like protest. Cause like, I don't think I, I, if I'm not mistaken. Berkeley was like still largely peaceful. Like, like you've got some people smashing stuff. Which yeah. again, tactically 
probably a bad idea. Morally, I'm not losing sleep over a fucking Starbucks window that's insured to hell and back. I don't I care. I think any college campus has some broken windows on a Saturday yeah. night. But anyway, like it's more to the people. point, like those people yeah, do not point. care about Flint's water problem. They're just like, they just want to stick it to Berkeley. And at the same time, yeah. like make it seem like these are the people that talk about that whenever uh, cops shooting black people, they're the first thing that's like, what about black on black crime? Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do want to say a couple things about this. First of all, the Flint situation, the fact that it's still not fixed is a fucking travesty. Oh, and they closed. You know, it's a travesty. They closed the investigation. They're like, yeah, we're good. No one's going to hang for that, which they absolutely should. Yeah, fuck those people who who signed whatever that that shit was. But anyway, as far as the, the protest thing goes, I would say that it, I don't like seeing protesters smash shit, whether it's insured or not, simply because, it, you know, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, when you start breaking shit, that is the next level down from actual human-on-human violence, and you are giving the other side the moral high ground. And that's not a good thing to do because the people, you know, in that are fucking pro some of these crazy policies that are going to be coming out in the next year are people that you don't want to give the moral high ground to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's where like I'm I'm I, I was sympathetic to the protesters, even like the violent ones, as far as it being an expression of anger. Well, violent. No, hold on. And then not violent. Again, I say when I say violent, yeah. I mean, I mean, destroying property, which isn't really violence. If you're doing it, if you're smashing a window and someone's like nearby that can get hurt, that's one thing. But I don't think I wouldn't like I wouldn't call them like violent as such. It's vandalism. It's, it's not vandalism. Violence. Yeah, yeah. And it's certainly not uh, terrorism by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, exactly. But again, like uh, that being like, I do think tactically it's not the best move for the reason that you just yeah, said. Yeah, because you're trying to sell your ideas. And I think it was in the last episode uh, I was talking about the law in I should. Uh, I'm going to Google this anti-protest law right now just yeah, to find out what state it was in. Because I keep saying that. South Carolina because I think that's what it is, but I want to be sure. Um, One of the fucking Carolinas. Yeah, but I agree property damage is not terrorism. Yeah. Because you don't ever see ISIS like, death to America. Now watch me throw this brick through a window. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and you also mentioned, too, like at a college campus. It, 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 people oh, act shit. Like- Lawmakers in 10 states have yeah. proposed legislation criminalizing peaceful protests. This is from January 23rd. I think it's gone further since then. Arizona, okay. They want to they want to apply racketeering laws to protests. The irony of that is that if some of those laws pass, there will be riots in those states to protest the fucking laws passing. So Anyway, you were saying that the property damage in colleges, this doesn't just happen for political protests. It also happens during good things, too. Like, you know, you're if you're at a party school or a big, you know, football school and your team wins the, you know, yeah. sugar bowl or whatever the fuck, people are going to be smashing couches and shit. hockey games. Like there's yeah. so many like white people riot when they're ostensibly happy. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we're, we're a hard group ostensibly. to figure out. It's so we're happy. We break shit. We're sad. We break shit. It's just. I don't know, man. Back and forth. But yeah, as far as the uh, the laws go, if any of those actually pass, I think there's going to be even bigger protests in those states. I think people are just going to be like, oh, we don't sure, fuck anymore. You know, they would, uh, and then that's really going to force the state, if they want to like really keep their authority, they're going to have to really crack down and they're going to have to make examples of a few people. So they're going to have to like put people in jail for a long time mm-hmm. or they're going to have to crack heads. And then the moral high ground shifts back. Um, exactly. But the situation escalates and like the whole like Trump's America becomes 
inches towards becoming that authoritarian dictatorship that is implicit so far. As, as long as we still have elected officials, though, I don't think many elected officials are going to actually want to sign off on a law like that simply because it's like, oh, uh, this is my last term <laughs> if I sign this piece of shit. And especially now in this politically aware climate that we're in, you know what I mean? People are now paying attention to, uh, you know, what laws are getting passed and, you know, what are boots being proposed at your local town hall now more than ever. And so people can't slip these weird fucking laws through like they kind of used to. I feel like anyway. Maybe that's right. me, my wishful thinking. But. Yeah, I don't know. I hope you're right. I don't. I. I really don't know how it's gonna play out. Because the the question for me is like, how many like hardcore Trump supporters are there? How many people are are either there already or being pushed right that are gonna cheer? Because there are people that will like cheer for the oncoming. Well, the shoe right now is on that foot. But what happens if, uh, you know, in 2020, some, you know, somebody even further left from fucking Bernie gets elected and these people want to protest. It's like, oh shit, we signed that law where we can't protest. It's right now, the the, the word protester is synonymous with liberal that I disagree with. But what happens if things shift back in three or four years? So that's that's the risk in signing a law like that and agreeing with a law like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, it's an interesting. It's an interesting I'm fucking so thing. To the think thing about. is, yeah, like lawmakers and people in general tend not to be. Uh, they tend to be short-sighted. So that's true. It, it is my and team partisan first. in the extreme. Uh, well, yeah, they're, they're politicians. Yeah. Is what they do. So anyway, uh, let's move on to the next one here. I just want to give a before I even say what this one is. I just want to give a big fuck you out to whoever wrote this petition. This person, the title of their petition is "End Wind Energy Subsidies." Oh, yeah, that's I saw a few of those fucking anti So I got 200 uh, signatures, 211 as of this recording. Um, you can go fuck yourself if you think that you're going to fucking petition down alternative energy. It is uh, my I think it's a future. I think fucking of alternative course energy it has to be. Yeah, especially um, in the most economically depressed parts of the country. If alternative energy were more subsidized in the Midwest, they would have not quite the economic issues they're having there right now because yeah. they're the fucking amount of jobs in manufacturing and maintaining fucking wind farms. I don't care if it's ugly motherfucker. It's employing everyone in your town. Yeah. You know? I don't know if enough about wind energy. If it's, uh, is it, is it an effective? Does anyone know how effective it is? We have enough arable land in just the Midwest that if we made, we could literally make that the energy sector of the country. If we had a better means of transporting it to the more, um, populated coasts. The only thing that's really stopping some of these companies right now is the fact that the power lines can't actually carry it as well. That's true. You got a lot of loss mm-hmm. along the way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, it's definitely a viable thing. And with the technology improving in wind and solar, like they don't even actually need as many subsidies as they used to to compete on the open marketplace. And, and it definitely is the future and it's definitely viable. And so whoever wants to, if you really want to go back to fucking coal and nuclear, you can fucking suck my retarded east coast dick okay because <laughs> i yeah i'm all for alternative energy the amount of jobs like and that's the thing that drives me insane is that the people who you know right now the economy is such a big issue and many say that's why the election swayed the way it did it's like dude you want to bring jobs back to these economically repressed places fucking alternative energy is going to bring yeah. so many jobs and but it's like who's controlling the narrative and what kind of stories that are telling and it's yeah, it's the exactly. fossil fuels industry that like has this unholy alliance with uh mm-hmm. With like with the red team, yeah, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, and like basically duping people into like blaming the people that could be helping them out for like their problems. I saw a another one on here. Oh wait, actually, your turn, Sandy. What's your next one? Uh, this next one is a uh, 
<laughs> this is a petition to uh, restore Milo Yiannopoulos, who you were talking about earlier, Phil. <laughs> Craig Britton, Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli is that... Oh, yeah, yeah the, the pharma, pharma guy. Yeah. yeah, who jacked up the prices of um, those the medicine and others to Twitter and hired them as White House speech consultants. Uh, so apparently they've been censored on Twitter. So this guy wants to, you know, make sure they're uncensored. So, on yeah, they these people want the uh, president of the United States to order a private company to restore people to their uh, social media accounts and right. then also hire them as a why speech writers. I, OK, Milo's are a writer after a fashion. Uh, <laughs> Martin Shkreli <laughs> is not. Uh, who is this? Who is, who's the other one? Connie Britton. Craig Britton. Okay, Connie Britton is someone else. Maybe an actress. Oh, here, oh, speaking, Craig you talked about Martin Shkreli a minute ago. Someone told me he lives in New York and they saw him on the subway. Like, yeah, I think people... I, a lot of people, people live in New York. post about like, seeing him on Tinder and things, if I'm not... Dude, it could uh, be just made ask up, you, if you're that guy and you're riding the subway, how do you not get punched in the face every single day? Like, if you're in public in that close proximity to fucking people. I mean, for the most part, I feel like people don't recognize him. And plus, you do that thing where you're like, is that the guy? That can't... That's not the guy. <laughs> it takes you... In the time that it would take you to, like, work yourself up to punching him in the face. Uh, yeah, he'd be off the, the train. The moment passes. Yeah, you'd be like, oh. plus, Plus, it's still, you know, you'd still probably get in trouble. And that Craig, guy probably is litigious as fuck. Yeah, he probably knows all the laws or whatever. He would sue you. He'd sue Craig you. Britton operated the site, Is Anyone Down, where scorned exes could post nudes of their former oh, beloved. Oh, this revenge. Oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, this has got to be like, this has got to be a troll. Wait, so the, the petition is to try to get him to pardon people who put their naked exes up on the internet? No, no, it's to get, uh, apparently these people were censored on Twitter. So he wants to get Milo oh. and Craig Britton and... Oh, yeah. Uh, this for, is like, come on, this is like... Well... Let's get the most, like, vile, like... Let me play devil's advocate here. If you're going to go under the, the, the free speech... Um, this is annoying to me whenever people yeah, bring this up this whole, free speech. This is, yeah, but free you, speech is the government can't censor people. But a private company can do whatever the fuck it wants. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired yeah, of what not, people... You're not mind. entitled to that. a platform. Like, Milo speaking at Berkeley is not free speech. That's, like amplifying speech or going on bill maher like you're not entitled to because like i my free speech rights are oppressed all the time because no one ever invites me on hbo talk shows <laughs> you know exactly now if the government is like influencing that if the government's telling twitter they're you know we're gonna you know you're not gonna get tax breaks or some shit if you do this then i completely agree that yeah that's free speech that's being but violated. Yeah, people right now, especially you know, free speech is a thing that comes up because of gentlemen like that who are in the news constantly. But And by the way, whether you agree with these people or not, they should be able to say whatever the fuck they want. And they can. And they, they can. can. But Twitter doesn't okay. no Twitter can stop them, company. but you can. But like there are consequences. And if somebody decides to ban you from a social platform or punch you in the face. Or take away your book deal. Or whatever, yeah, or whatever the case may be, they're allowed to do that. But you're allowed to run your mouth however you want. And I'm right. in favor of it, by the way. So there yes. was that. All right, next. I saw one on there that was somebody wanted to... Um, actually, there, there's two that are related, so I want to do them at the same time. One is that a guy wants to legalize growing hemp, not for, like, you know, weed purposes. For industrial, because hemp is not even weed. It's, it's, the, it's, same, it's a, the plant. It's, yeah. it's the same related plant, but it's yeah. not psychoactive. Well, because yeah. hemp... So somebody wants to make that legal so you can grow... Like, you can make a lot of stuff with hemp. Like yeah. A lot. Hemp is a very hemp uh, is, useful yeah. and versatile And somebody wants... Crop. And I think that's a really worthy um, petition. And there's another one on here. Would you, do you have an opinion on that before I... 
I I think the the law exists is because you it's the same plant as marijuana. Yeah. So people would just grow marijuana and say it's hemp. Yeah, but I mean, these people want to grow it. I don't think it's the same. It can't be the same exact plant because it doesn't get you high. It was uh, historically, I think, like uh, it got. It was part of that umbrella, like when Hearst newspapers were like demonizing uh, marijuana. Um, and like, because lazy blacks and Mexicans smoked it basically was the, was their line, all this yellow journalism. Um, and that was, I think part of, uh, that's like Texas and a you fight to get like the, for the cotton industries and like other textile industries to maintain their dominance and like, and I have hemp come in as an alternative. Yeah. And like, cause, cause you can make fabric oh, with it. You can do a lot of things. That's another thing it. that could fucking fix the Midwestern rural fucking farming economy is legalizing hemp anyway. Uh, so then the next one here is uh, related to that. And this one is interesting. And this one, the title is Deregulate Bioengineered Crops. Oh, no, that's like a... That's who... What private citizen is like, we need more Monsanto. Oh, wait, but at the same time... Let me play devil's advocate in this one, because I'm actually for this one. And let me explain why. Is because with the way that population is growing throughout the world... We need mass amounts of shitty food to feed people, or they're all going to die. No, I'm not. I'm not against uh, against uh, like genetically modifying food. I think the whole okay. idea that it's like the anti-GMO thing is like one of the sillier like anti-science sides of the left. Um, so it tends to be a left thing. I think it could be. Yeah, wrong. yeah. Because um, we, we can't we can't all but eat I mean, organic I don't know, food all the time. Completely, completely deregulating it also seems like. Well, how is it regulated right now? Like, what's I, what's he? I, I guess I don't know enough. There's got to be. This. I mean, what's I don't complaint? know. Yeah, I don't know the process. Uh, like, basically, assuming uh, people. This actually, I think, is kind of old. This is like people who are anti biotech, and this is. I think this actually goes back to the W years. Um, I'm actually not that educated in this topic. I think that's about but when anything that can grow more food. I'm all for. <laughs> like in general, yeah, who's saying my... who's saying that these crops can't be grown because they are grown? I mean, I know GMOs are like out there. I don't think, no, this is not a GMO thing. This okay. is like biotech, like um, like mass production, hydroponic kind of shit. I well, bioengineering is, you know, playing with the, the genome of yeah of crops and like cross, cross like hybridization where you like take a, a gene from like a frog yeah. and put it into wheat because it has some kind of effect, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. So that's, that, that is GMO, I think. I'm all for trying new shit and going with food is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, anyway. yeah, I'm for like being able to better feed the planet. That yeah. needs to happen. Exactly. So, um, Sandeep just, Sen, what's your next one? This is a petition for put Donald Trump on Mount Rushmore. Oh, I saw that one. Oh, that's yes. hilarious. Um, 1,650 signatures. <laughs> Guys, come on out there. 9,800,000 of you. Come on, let's do this. Oh, oh, here, okay, so let's let's break this one down from politically and then economically, because I think this one First is First of funny. all, there isn't room for Donald Trump's big f- fucking stoop. Like, are we going to take out Teddy Roosevelt? <sighs> yes. I think that, first of all, it'd be a hilarious, hilarious thing to do. Yes. And it would be a tr- also a tremendous public works project, because could you imagine the amount of... Jobs. Jobs and, sta- like, staging equipment... And uh, you'd have to find people that are professionals at that, and maybe train some new people at that. This, this the ironic em- thing is, he should have Mexicans work on it. <laughs> <laughs> this would employ a lot of people. Yeah. So and think about it, it oh wouldn't man. be that it wouldn't be that costly because like the the hair like the the rock is kind of the color of his hair, so <laughs> you can just kind of like put some ridges in the rock, and that's his hair. I uh, yeah, I, I'm not for this one, but not because of any 
Wait, I mean, did it say add Trump to Mount Rushmore? Yes. Spaced? Okay. Yes, it did. Um, I don't think he's in the current state because right now, again, we're recording this a month to his administration. Who knows what happens in the next four to eight years? He might end up being one of the most popular presidents ever. The greatest you president ever. We Why do we know even have a mountain that's four presidents' heads anyway? Like, that on its face is... Sounds kind of fucking dumb to it, me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to America. I've never been though, so maybe it's majestic. Yeah, we don't. And cool, we don't know like... what the next several years hold. I think we should assume that he's going to be the greatest president ever, and just start building it now. In the current climate, I don't for jobs. You know, if it's... I don't think Trump would even go to that because go for that because it's not gold. Trump you would, would have to go help. for his face on Mount Rushmore. No, he, I think would, he Trump would insist would start, on Trump, electroplating it with gold at the very least. Trump would start jacking off the minute it was even being debated in Congress. He would just start like, oh, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. want to sign this one now just to see what happens. You know what he would do? It'd be no, funny. Trump, how many signatures does that have? Uh, oh, yeah. How many? It's 2,000 right now? It's just shy of 2,000? Yeah. Trump would be upset that other people would be sharing Mount Rushmore. He would be oh, like, yeah, no, no, it would have to head. just become Mount Trump. Yeah, it'd be only my face should be on <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Well, hold on. Get fucking George Washington, that bastard, out of there. Or just four Trump heads. Yeah. Is there? It would be the four Trump heads of the apocalypse. Or, or his kids. It would be uh, Ivanka, Eric, and Junior, and then him. Uh, actually, I don't it, think he could share glory with his kids. Yeah, definitely not Tiffany. Tiffany's not making up on yeah, that. Yeah, she's cast out. But here's the thing: Is there another cliff somewhere else in the country you could just do that? Like, is there I'm a sure. state that's red enough that? Oh, dude, is it like Wyoming. Like, he's going to put his head on the Statue of Liberty. No, but is that's there like a hardcore? Do. No, like what state loves him to the point where they would do that? Like, because you know how like Bernie Sanders had like a 90 something percent approval rating in Vermont. Is there a state somewhere in the West, like Idaho or something that loves our current president enough to do something like this? I, you know, I was looking at the oh, election man. returns like Oklahoma was so overwhelming for, for Trump. Yeah, so, so well, Oklahoma's Oklahoma. flat though. There's not really mountains there, I don't think. So they have something. Uh, they can erect something else for Trump. They could erect something. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a big, a uh, giant hand. Like just Trump. Like, a, like <laughs> I want. I want. You know what? That's the one thing. Like if if the whole thing is gonna go down burning, I want to laugh on the way down, and I want to see like an 80 foot statue of this man somewhere <laughs> in the, in like the south, like some state that just loves him, right outside the Oklahoma State House, just a fucking eight story tall fucking statue of this guy i think you're gonna get your wish in some form yeah it's gonna be hilarious it really is whether you like it or not it's gonna be fucking hilarious what happens in the next few years in this country um any any last petitions before we uh hop on off here and um actually you know what? i have one last one that you'll like Jay. you'll appreciate this one someone wants to level the playing field and return standard bankruptcy protection to student loans oh nice that's a worthy petition i think they want to do so. what they want to make. Uh, they want there to be better bankruptcy protection. For are you, people are they basically loans. saying that, like, because I know that right now, if you uh, declare bankruptcy, that doesn't absolve you of your student loan debt. Um, yeah. So they're trying to restore it to where that would be the case. Yeah. They're, you know, here's the all right. Yeah. So here's the problem with people who don't think things through is that you, no one has to give you a goddamn student loan at all. There is no. Whenever you get a loan, it's someone who has money giving money to someone who doesn't have money. So. Yeah, you can you can have that law, but then the interest rate on your student loan is just going to go up. So you have to make a choice. Well, that's the problem. Is that a Students. lot a lot of these? Um, well, first of all, the, the cost of education has gone up exponentially over the last few decades. That's completely and inflated a, because corporate uh, universities are basically treated like corporations right now. And okay, it's also, their for-profit businesses. They're not about education. The language used in this petition, they use the word predatory, and you know what? I think it is because some of these. I don't know what your rate was, Jay, because I know you just got done. I don't mean to put your life on display, I, uh, but you yeah. just got done paying off some of that shit. These fucking rates are insane. Right. So if you okay. end, 
And and the only and if you end bankruptcy protection, that just means that the person who's lending the money has more risk, and he's going to increase. So they're the going to increase the interest rate accordingly. Yeah, to I mean, no one owes mm, you a student yeah, loan. Yeah, that's the educated. That's the thing. If that. anything, the it's not. I don't think people feel that they're owed student loans. For me, it was more like I didn't. I like it didn't occur to me that I could have done it any other way because I was a stupid kid and I just like was like oh yeah you go to college that's what you do like you, you yeah you, and you take out a loan because that's just what you do that's what how you get through this and you have to do this you can't not go to college so you have to take this loan um, I, w- I was one of the lucky and I just ones, had but, no con yeah. I had no conception of like what it would mean for my future um what I was getting into what I was signing was yeah, just here like, you oh, are here's money I've got to do this thing and it was pretty wait wait you're uh, much better off going to college no I'm not saying and taking your I'm student I'm not loan. saying that I like made like it's worked out for me. Like I, right. I, I, I went to college. Education, I went the, to grad school. I funded them with loans. I mean, and the, but the but the pay gap for someone who's gone to college versus high school and grad school versus yeah, it's significant that it's a it's a good thing to do. It's a good investment, but yeah. you know you should. I think there should be better understanding. We could do more to help young people understand. Yeah, personal finances. That's all I'm saying. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so people should know what they're getting into, but this kind of shit pisses me off because it's like, <laughs> it's like you're not, it, it's like you're not choosing. The, the two options aren't you get student loans that you don't have to pay back and student loans that you do have to pay back. The two options are you don't get student loans or you get student loans. You know, that's like what that's what it comes down to. So if it's you're like you're making it harder for people to making it e- easier. So for essentially, the reason that credit card interest rates are higher is because you've got those bankruptcy protections in place. Right? right, that's why because right. they have more risk in that sense. Yes, I personally err on the side of the people. Uh, I do think no, I really I do think that in a lot of cases people get saddled with this fucking student loan debt. And I mean, Jay, you people have you're, 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 through. you're using I, the passive tense. I got tense. very lucky in that seriously, like I went to college and I studied English because I think I read in the foreword of some Stephen King book that if you wanted to be a writer, you should study English. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd really just thought more about I kind of I don't know I guess I had a lot going on like I didn't I wasn't diagnosed with fucking bipolar till like last year so like who knows just to be clear like if you're worried about the cost of college education and think government should do something about it you can definitely you could have voted for you know government funding uh, or subsidizing um, community mm-hmm. colleges or colleges and that's you know, the thing that really taxed, needs to, that's as a, far as the bigger picture, that's what needs to happen. Right. This is more of like a ill thought out band-aid. Right. This is like, no, like a, a bank is paying you for your to go to college and giving you money, and that doesn't okay. have to happen. Because you have no but, in normal in normal life, when you get a loan, you have to have some kind of collateral, you know? That's why, like, when you get a mortgage loan, the house is collateral. You're you're a fucking eighteen year old student, you have no collateral, you have nothing. Someone's giving you a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. No, that I, doesn't come for free. You have to then pay right, it. So back. I, I'm not voted on this one. <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, but I do think the interest rates are obscene. Yeah, this and is a which this, this is would make it much higher, about. and the way they're compounded. Well, you're here's the thing: you're thirty now, right? Thirty-one 30, now. Thirty-one now. Like, and you're paid off, or you're almost paid off? No, or? no, no. Here's what I, I, um, I have paid off like my credit card debt, and I've paid off. I'm on my way to paying off like all of like I paid off a private student loan, which is great because those interest yeah. rates just spiked. So I just mm-hmm. was able to pay that off this year. And then I have a, I have a Perkins loan. That's like a special government loan. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, the interest rate is actually pretty low on that, but I just, I'm going to pay it off all of this year. And then I, what's left is a good, like a significant chunk, like over a hundred K that's consolidated. And that's just one loan that I can, um, that they do income based repayment when you consolidate. So I'll be able to basically report my income every year, and they'll scale the payment according to that, so that it won't ever be. I think it can exceed like ten percent of your gross income or something like that. But I'll just have the one loan. It'll be an auto pay that comes out every month. 
in 20 years or so, like it's 20 or 25, depending on the plan, if you make your payments, they forgive it. So whatever you've paid at that point is just you just pay that. And uh, yeah, isn't that absurd, though, that you have to fucking have basically a fucking mortgage for your fucking education? I mean, yeah, it sucks. And it, it, it is that way because of the inflated cost of education. Yeah. Um, and so that's like part of that bigger thing. But again, I think what Sandeep is saying, and I, I see his point, yeah, um, me too. is mean, that uh, yeah. that's not a solution to that problem. Like, it doesn't address the real problem. And if anything, would potentially make it worse. Because then what happens? Then you have a lot of people declaring bankruptcy. And I'm sure that's no cakewalk. Like, that can't be, like, fun or yeah, good for you. Yeah, it's not a good time. Then you wreck your credit entirely. And, you know, it's a... I don't know. I've never personally done it or known anyone that... I, I don't know. I think my dad might have declared bankruptcy at one point. Um, but I was too young to understand that. So. I, I think there's <laughs> a, there's also a misnomer that, like, because college education is expensive, you're you're getting a raw deal if you go to college. And it's just not true. Like, you... The, the, the cost of it and the cost of loans is... Well, it, it's just so beyond what you get from going to college. But this is assuming that you don't fuck around. That's what I'm saying. It's so easy. And they don't. Uh, if you're going to fail out of college and fuck around and not really pursue a job when you get out, like then then you are then you're screwing yourself. Well, but that's not what, anyone else's fault. Depends on where your degree is in, too. I mean, if you have a degree in fucking, you know, chemical engineering or, you know, fucking. Well, I mean, you, you have it made in the shade. But I was looking this up like English majors. Average, I was like, an English major. They average eighty six thousand dollars. Yeah, no, there's this education. myth of like English or liberal arts majors being like, you know, not to be able to earn and being like yeah, head in the clouds. True. English, I mean, I don't know. For speaking from personal experience, like I did that. I went to grad school for journalism, and like now, like yeah, I'm, I'm making like you know, I'm not like rich, but I'm I'm well off. I'm much better off than you'll if have I those, hadn't gone to school. You'll have those debts paid off in only twenty years, ladies. You hear that? Eighty six yeah. grand a year for English majors. A Jay <laughs> Raj is single currently, yes. or he might not be when this comes out. I don't know. And I'm getting fat. Uh, yeah, but he has he great can hair. Get fit with him because he can afford food. There we go. Uh, any last parting thoughts or any last petitions you want to go over, Sandeep, before we depart this special episode of the Fake Outrage Report? I think we, I think we did a good job. Yeah. I think we covered a lot of fucking weird I, political please shit. Please vote for Trump for Mount Rushmore. My, um, my Mount brain Trump hurts, Mark. and I would love to see that. That'd be fucking yeah. hilarious. Whether you like the guy or hate the guy, or how, I mean, how funny. You is know shit what I would love Trump is if they did that, and then like the builder deliberately like made his, like, highlighted his double chin. Yeah. So there's a mountain that makes Trump feel insecure about himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had him holding up his hand, but then yeah. it's, like, a really small hand. Yeah, small hand joke. His uh. tiny hands caressing his <laughs> fat-ass jowls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, speaking of that, like, how weird was it that a bunch of naked Hillary and naked Donald Trump statues appeared during the election cycle? I think that was you pretty much par that? for the course. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I feel like it maybe signifies something deeper about what's happening, but I can't think of what. So disrespect, I've just been reading man. Too much it's the divide. All right. Well, hey, thank you for listening, everyone, to this special, uh, very kind of unorganized, different episode. Not what we usually do on here. Um, email us. Tell us that we're assholes at uh, thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Twitter us at fakeoutragerept. Or just come find uh, us and scream at us whenever you'd like. Just punch us on the subway. Just, yeah, exactly. Until next time, kids, go to your town hall and uh, yell at people and vote. Damn it.